guys, how are you? My name is Daisy. Welcome back to another episode of Sounds Like a You Problem. I hope you are doing well. I hope your holidays have gone well so far. I just got back from a week-long vacation, which you probably won't notice because I didn't miss an upload I pre-recorded. But we're going to talk about motivation today. Where does it come from? Where did it go? Um, no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, um, I want to start this by saying believe that you can and you're halfway there. I'm going to say that one more time because I think it's important. Believe that you can and you're halfway there. So I'm gonna break this down into really easy steps, things that you can do that I've already covered in other episodes and I'll refer you to those episodes if you wanna dive deeper into them to understand them better or get more obtainable, easy to understand ways to implement this into your life to really literally change your life. So motivation, um, it's hard, right? There's a lot of factors that can get in the way, like the holidays can be busy, it can be stressful, you could be suffering from depression. There's a lot of things that can get in the way of motivating you. And the first thing is self-discipline. If you're not self-disciplined and you don't build confidence within yourself, you're never going to move. You're not going to move off that couch. You're not going to trust yourself when you say something. And I'll get more into that because the next thing is trusting yourself. Trusting yourself builds confidence. How do you trust yourself? You're going to set very, very small, easily attainable goals. You're going to follow through on your word to yourself. And then you're going to just keep piggybacking off of that and building blocks, building steps to get to a better place. So by self-disciplining yourself, that is that comes in many forms, but it starts with being able to trust yourself. You know that you can tell yourself something and you're going to follow through on it. And the way to do that and implement it into your life in a very easy way, this is so easy to digest guys, is by setting a very small goal that you know is more than possible to reach. Like reading one page a book a week and actually doing it. Anytime you tell yourself you're gonna do something and then you don't do it, is a direct reflection of your character to yourself. You're proving to yourself that you can't trust yourself. You're proving to yourself that you're unreliable. You're proving to yourself that you never hold yourself accountable. And that is detrimental to being motivated and having self-discipline. Trusting yourself builds up confidence. You will know that you can always rely on yourself. You know that whatever you tell yourself you're gonna do, you do it. Mindset is obviously very, very important when it comes to anything in your life and the way that you approach it because you're the only one that's in your mind and you're the only one that's in control of your mind. And if you're not taking the steps to try to control your mind, you're never going to have it under control and you're never going to be able to pivot. And that's another thing. So failure, being afraid of failing, not starting. I have a whole episode that goes in depth on that. Like failure literally doesn't exist. It is only redirection. We just came up with a word for it. And I think that that's sad. And I really think that the word shouldn't exist. So you need to know how to pivot, to redirect and to adapt to change because what maybe didn't work out for you in one way is going to work out in another way. And guess what? Now you've gained knowledge and experience on something else that comes on later down the road because we genuinely don't have an actual map. We don't have actual time stamps and milestones on how our life is going to end up. We can do the best that we can, but you're probably going to be redirected a few times. And if you're never happy about that or you can't find a way to reframe that in a positive light, you are constantly going to feel like you failed at everything you've ever tried instead of changing your mindset. Again, another episode that I think is a big help, that you, a bigger deep dive if you want to learn more about how I break everything down is, um, and try to put it in a way that is easy for you guys to put in your life because this is something I'm learning as I'm going but it was what I was forced into doing when I became sober I was like I have to completely reframe my mindset 
my life, how I cope, what my habits are, what my routine is. I didn't have any habits or routine. So I started doing that to take up time when I got sober because being an addict is a full-time job. And then that just became my life was building habits. And then I realized how beneficial that was for me. I also dove like headfirst into almost every self-help book and podcast out there just because I, I figure if I'm actually what triggered it is that I'm like a true crime fanatic. I enjoy consuming true crime content. And one of the main people that I watch is Kendall Ray because I think she does a really good job at giving back to that community. I think she does it in a very respectful way. And I think that we should not just be using true crime like these horrendous things that happen to other human beings as a form of entertainment. We also need to be what Kendall refers to as an active true crime content consumer. And I know it sounds like I'm getting a little bit off the path, but just stick with me here. So she does a lot of things with NECMEC and giving back and raising donations to give to organizations that really help, as well as covers a lot of cases that aren't solved to help bring more awareness to them, to bring more media attention and coverage to them. She also has a lot, a lot of different ways where like you can reach out to someone in the community where you can reach out to a governor or someone in politics or like the local police department to help just get things moving in that case. So anyway, I was consuming so much true crime content all the time. It was my hobby. I would listen to it on the way to work, on the way home from work, anytime I was taking a shower, anytime I was doing laundry, I was doing a chore. I had it on in the background and I thought, I'm consuming so much of this. I wonder if I switched from listening to true crime content all the time. It's still a hobby of mine and I still indulge and enjoy listening and watching and participating as an active true crime content consumer. However, I thought, what if I'm taking in a bunch of positive, motivational things, people sharing their life, their testimony, things that happened to them, things that changed their life. If I'm consuming as much of that as I am true crime content, I was like, think of how much more positive my life would be. So I started doing that. I started searching and researching and finding people that I like to listen to. And I'm very picky because I don't know why, but some people's voices, I just cannot, I just can't do it. Anyway, it doesn't, that doesn't really matter. Um, I'm sure there are people that are like, I hate your voice, Daisy. I cannot listen to you. I'm sorry. Um, that's okay. It happens. Not everyone is everyone's cup of tea. But that really is why I dove deep into watching and helping myself and learning all of these things. That's how I did it. That's like kind of, that was kind of the catalyst for what changed and why I was absorbing all this information. I don't read nearly as many um, self-help books as I do listen to self-help podcasts very often. I do think that it's a better use of my time. Of course, I was looking for things that were more positive and to bring a more positive environment and influence in my life. And I was dealing with bouts of depression and I was wondering if that was contributing to it because I thought, well, what I consume is what my reality is and what my reality is is what my mindset is and what my mindset is makes up my life because I make up my mind. I'm the only one in control of it. I just want you to know that when you start to set small goals and so that you can achieve them, it will take less effort and be less spooky. And then you can really get into it and build up from there. Um, it always seems impossible until it's done. Success will never come before work. You have to work for success. It will never become, you know what I'm saying? And even if we talk about, okay, for example, let's talk about someone who goes viral online and then now they're famous because they went viral. They are still working every single day to produce high quality content that engages their viewers and they do it continuously so they can continue to make money. They would not be successful or be making money if they weren't putting work into it. Yeah, you can start off getting a large following to gain money quicker by going viral, but you also have to be realistic about it. So once you start these small goals and it's 
you know, there's left effort, whatever you're putting the work in, you can go higher and bigger and build up that confidence to rely on yourself of what you, what you do and what you say. Um, and take time to care for yourself because it will prove to yourself that you're worth it. And I know that that sounds dumb and it sounds cliche, but cliches are cliches for a reason. And at that point, that's become a cliche in my life. I say that so often. Cliches are cliches because they're true. They hold some truth. They happen so often that they are true. So take time for yourself it will prove to yourself that you're worth it, whether it's a skincare routine, a nighttime routine, a teeth brushing routine, a morning routine. I don't care what it is. Morning routines are harder for me to stick to and follow because my mornings can be chaotic or different or whatever it may be. And I don't have kids, so I don't have a schedule or like a nine to five. I am very much so a self-employed businesswoman. I have to make sure that I am disciplining myself. And one of the ways that I discipline myself is by achieving tasks or making myself do a task that I don't inherently want to do with the um, promise of a reward. So I try to make the rewards equivalent to the task. So if I'm setting up a doctor's appointment, because that's hard and a scary thing for me to do, I'm not going to go reward myself with a Chanel bag which I've never done before. Let me just say that I don't own any Chanel. But you see what I'm saying? Like the reward is way higher than the risk that it took me to make the doctor's appointment. But after I make that doctor's appointment, I might go get myself a fun $5 drink from Starbucks, right? Because, or something to look forward to. One of my favorite donuts, like, hey, I get this done and then guess what I get to go do afterwards? I'm already in the car, I'm already out of the house and it's something fun that I like to do. And having that self-discipline will make those rewards so much more worth it and you won't feel like, oh, I can just have anything I want all the time because that's not reality that's not realistic and you're gonna run out of money you're gonna run out of money doing it that way and you're never gonna grow um failure can obviously be unmotivating again I wish that word didn't exist but if you're gonna label it as failure because the majority of the masses do then I understand it can be unmotivating but when you realize that it doesn't exist okay and it's actually just redirection and that you can pivot and see what you've learned and see the knowledge and experience that helps you get to the next step you're not gonna see it right away but you will see it later down the road I promise you for example I started a YouTube channel in 2015 and did makeup tutorials and no one cared no one was watching um I've always been good at makeup makeup is a talent and a skill and a passion and a thing that I love doing but you know what it did it made me super comfortable on camera so when TikTok blew up and I finally broke down and decided to get a TikTok I have worked really, really hard for 200,000 followers. I have 200,000 followers. And now, three years later, I'm actually making bits of money from TikTok. And I, I would not have got there as quick as I did. And it would not be as easy for me to show up on camera if I didn't already have that experience. So YouTube didn't inherently work out for me in the makeup category. But I still get that community and that sense of sharing my love for makeup on TikTok as well as sobriety, which was not in my... That was not in my starting deck. That was not my my hand of cards that I had been dealt. I didn't know that addiction was going to be the next one that was dealt to me. But I also didn't know that after addiction would become sobriety, which would reframe and redirect the entire trajectory of my life. And now here I am. I've always wanted to be a motivational speaker. Prior to my alcoholism, I had such a rough life. I wanted to be a motivational speaker. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know, do I go to schools? Do I have to, st I would still have to have a full-time job. Do people get paid for that? How do you get into that? Do you have to sign up through an organization? Can I just do it me as an entity? 
that seems weird and strange and foreign to me. But what I can do is start a self-motivating self-help podcast. And that's what I have done. And I have it on every platform you can listen to. And I also take the time to look good and presentable and film the video and upload it to my YouTube channel that is was dying. And I have now gained 400 subscribers in the last two months of having this podcast. I have like 16 episodes out of this podcast. I've only had it for two months. I have 35 positive five-star review ratings on Spotify. By the way, if you're listening and you would like to leave me one, it means the world to me. It's It really does. Every time I check and I have another rating, it just skyrockets my heart and my my passion and my excitedness to go ahead and film another video. Um, so if you want to do that, I would really appreciate it. But stumbling from failure to failure without losing any enthusiasm is the true key to continue to stay motivated. And when you see that failure doesn't actually exist, but that it's redirection, you will understand that and you'll get to where you're supposed to be quicker is all I'm trying to say with that analogy and that life experience that I'm sharing with you guys. And you have to move. You have to get up, put some shoes on, follow through on your word, prioritize what your needs are and get done what you can what you can get done and what can fall on another day can fall on another day and again reward yourself so don't write a to-do list that has 70 things on it that you know you're not going to be able to get done today but from that list of 70 you can divide it up throughout the month and prioritize what needs to be done when like deep cleaning the house okay I'll probably do that the third week of December because the fourth week of December is Christmas and I'm going to be hosting for people I'm not going to do that the first week of December because then all my hard work will have needed to be done again when I have company and guests. But the first week of December, I can go out ahead and pre-film and get a ton of videos for my podcast recorded because I know that I'll want to take some time off to spend with family and really indulge in that time, but that I still want to stay on a consistent uploading schedule. So different things like that, whatever works for your life, that's just an example for how my life is going right now. But if you keep this same enthusiasm and you get excited and you realize like, wow, this didn't work out, but you know, I know something's coming. I know something com is coming that this will come in handy for. I've told you guys in a few different episodes before, but I do want to mention it again because it does fall into this category that this podcast actually blossomed and was the baby of me creating a self-care I'm sorry, a uh, sobriety and mental health awareness clothing brand, which I quickly shut down. And, you know, I could look at that as failure, as like that didn't work out. But what I know is that from this podcast, it will grow and it will continue to grow. And I can bring back some of those designs that I truly feel like wearing on a t-shirt can be someone's sign to stay in this world or fight harder or try harder or motivate them in any way, shape or form that they need. Because there are so many of us that look for signs out there in the world. And clothing is a really, really neat, easy way to get the message across without having to scream it in someone's face. Um, that's where like that idea grew from my heart and then I shut the clothing brand down again I could look at it as failure but instead I look at it as the podcast grew and eventually I will have those designs that were so important and so meaningful for me still on t-shirts sweatshirts and be able to sell them as merch through the sounds like a you problem podcast again that is in not not I wouldn't call it the near future I don't have a timeline on it yet but I do know that that is the ultimate goal and I'm not scared because I now have experience with sizing and editing and creating designs and uploading designs and implementing them and different ideas and niches and things like that and what people like and what sells good and what doesn't sell good. And so I'll have that experience. So I think that my merch launch will go a lot smoother. But at the time of me closing down my closing business, I wasn't thinking about that. You know what I mean? 
So you have to just move. One of the things that also helps me stay motivated in my house because I have to be so self-disciplined to have a filming schedule and film and sit down and do it is keeping my shoes on. That sounds so weird to say out loud, but when I have shoes on in my house, I am much more likely to get up off the couch because you know what I could be doing today? Sitting on the couch. And you know what I did? I woke up, I did my laundry, I had a lash appointment that I fit in last minute. I normally don't open on Wednesdays, but it's a family friend, so I did her lashes. After doing her lashes, I got dressed for the day, I fed my dogs, and I went to the grocery store because we needed white rice. Could I have made something else for dinner? Yes, I could have, but I motivated myself. I got up and I was like, I'm gonna need it anyway. Let's go do that, get out of the house, it gives me the chance to get an energy drink, which I am out of, and that will help me get more done today. So instead of coming home and just sitting on the couch, I made myself lunch and sat at the kitchen table because I know if I sat on the couch, I wasn't going to want to get up. I kept my shoes on, and I immediately came in here and started filming. I filmed this makeup TikTok look, uh, this makeup look for TikTok, and if you don't know, any makeup that you see in the videos that you're watching on YouTube I are always on TikTok. They're either about to be posted or have already been posted. So if you're ever wanting a tutorial to see how I did a makeup look if you're watching this on YouTube, you can find that on my TikTok if you would like to. Um, moving on, wear shoes in your house to be more productive. I don't know why it works, but it does. Another thing I mentioned is rewarding yourself. So like my reward for filming all day and getting at least two podcast episodes done will be to sit on the couch with the heater and a fun snack later before dinner while I edit. Otherwise, I was just going to be sitting on the couch editing and then and like getting brain fog and just like rotting on my couch and not feeling good. I will be able to go to bed so much easier tonight knowing that I accomplished what I set out to accomplish today and then some. It's also much more gratifying to create a reward for yourself that you might already do on a normal day-to-day -day basis as, you know, as the gift for you accomplishing a task you were already also going to do. It just makes it more gratifying, both the task and the reward. So that's something I've implemented. I do a 10 minute tidy every evening on my house and my reward is waking up to a clean home. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's, it brings me joy to live in a clean home. It makes me more motivated. And so I enjoy doing that now. At first I hated doing it. But I would like set up a timer and race the clock and then I would end up cleaning more than I actually did. And, if, and I keep up with it so often that I'm able to film anywhere I want in my house. I'm able to have company or guests over anytime I want. And that's really convenient for someone who is a content creator because then I don't have to be like, oh, I need this new backdrop. So I'm gonna have to clean this just to film this. And it, you know, it just takes too much time. So keeping up with my house has been um, something that I hated doing, but now that I am so proud that I've created a habit out of it. And you know, motivation doesn't just come from watching a video to motivate you, though it may help. And it is a nice little boost to motivate you. I think that you also can't always rely on other people and you need to find ways to rely on yourself for that motivation. And so those are my little tips and tricks that I implement in my personal life. And motivate, motivation is just, it's, it's one of those things you have to give yourself. And by Again, self-discipline, trusting yourself, self-care, and being able to adapt to change are the ways that you are going to be able to learn how to give that to yourself. And it is, 
it's just a beautiful thing. So, so if this episode motivated you at all in any way or was giving you tangible ways for you to feel like you could motivate yourself in your daily life, please give me a five-star rating on Spotify or subscribe on my YouTube channel. Stick around for more. If you wouldn't mind giving me a thumbs up on YouTube also or let me know anything that you do to motivate yourself in the comments because I, I'm constantly wanting to learn and hear from others. So I really do value that and respond to all of you guys. And I appreciate it so much. I can't wait for Christmas. I hope you guys have great, happy holidays. If you're sober today, I'm proud of you and I will see you all and you will all hear me in the next episode of Sounds Like a You Problem podcast.